episode with the season finale, the season two Shy Town podcast. For all those who is listening, I really appreciate the support. I really appreciate everybody downloading these podcasts. It really means a lot. But as always, make sure, make sure you rate the podcast. It really helps the podcast a lot. And as always, make sure you get your drink. Make sure it's not a soda. Make sure if it's an alcoholic drink, you're of age. And once again, thank you for sitting at my table. I'm here with Frostwood Brown and Prodigal Son. What's going on, guys? What's good? Mm -hmm. Shytown, Shytown. What's up, Shytown? What's good with you? Listen, as as always, these gentlemen occasionally join me on the weekend. I was out this week for the simple fact that I had a lot of stuff going on at the job, interviews, etc. Possible big things happening, so excuse my absence this week, people. But as always, it was the last episode, so there was no episode two to to basically film you know what i mean because it's the last episode so i wanted to do the last episode on the weekend nonetheless and i wanted to do the last episode with these two gentlemen that i care deeply for so it is what it is and we got some news that we gotta talk about we gotta talk about but the news that hit me on the side of the face as recently is henry cavell is no longer doing the witcher he is out the one who is replacing him is Chris Hemsworth's brother. Basically, am I excited? Absolutely not. I am done with the show immediately, ASAP. I am done with The Witcher. So, as far as I am concerned, the end of The Witcher was season two. Was it right? Was it season two, Drano? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he did two seasons. I'm done. I'm done. I was. I am. I am absolutely done with the show there will not be a season three i will not be watching season three of that show i don't know what happened we get henry cover back as superman but we losing as Geralt. it, it is just mind-boggling the things that's happening in hollywood Drano, what you, how you feel about that though okay let's go <laughs> i feel like it's time to pack up Geralt uh in in, in total that's it that's just my opinion. Um, many, I don't know what the what the producers were thinking, the, the the writers and stuff like that. But they should have known that people watch that show for Henry Cavill's portrayal as the Witcher, not for the Witcher itself, but his portrayal as the Witcher. Which I have to, which I have to give that man props. He's done a damn good job. And why? Also, not only because he's a, a, a good actor. But he also has the heart of of the Witcher in 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 in, in his movements, everything like that, and and his portrayal is because he plays the game. Someone who's dedicated like that, mm. honestly, you 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 gotta not say like they the masters of everything, but you can't sit there and tell them people who played the game, read the books, oh, we gonna switch to the story and you be okay with it. Hell no, I'm, y- y'all do what y'all want. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I, 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 I really can't chime in on this. That's funny, though. I mean, you can't. I mean, I'm assuming that you haven't been watching the show, um, Prodigal Son. I'm surprised the fact that you are a big Witcher gamer. So I'm surprised that you, you you haven't. You don't want who introduced me to the Witcher, honestly. So um, I'm surprised no, that you have not been watching the show. Why? Why is that? 
Uh, truthfully, I, I just was it just that one of them things that that didn't grab me. The, uh, you guys haven't been speaking on that with me um, often enough for me to gravitate to it. But I could I could feel Drano's pain though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could feel his pain about the character switching and all of that because I mean you know how you get I mean it's like anything else you get you get attached to a character especially if somebody's actually playing it well somebody's doing good somebody that and then he's like like he's saying somebody that read the book somebody that plays the game I have respect for that especially in today's day and age where um where games have become very adult so we have adults playing games and it's not a bad thing i think it's okay for adults to play games games are not just uh for children anymore so uh, like i said I, I feel his pain when he says that things have changed and, and and not for the better absolutely not for the better especially when the main character the main person who portrays the main character is removed and especially someone who portrayed the character really well so i i'm absolutely done with that show I'm absolutely done with that show. The next breaking the, the, the next breaking news is also surprising. You know what I mean? It's also surprising and very um I don't know. <laughs> very gratifying, honestly. Because um I don't know if you guys follow um the story that's been taking place all week with um social media, but Elon Elon Musk has brought out Twitter. He, he's brought out Twitter, man. And a lot of people are getting escorted out of the building. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I'm loving it. I'm loving it for the simple fact that you know how I am, fellas. You know how I am about free speech. I think free speech should be allowed even on social media platforms obviously there's gonna have to be a line drawn on what you say that's obvious but it, when it's just plain ignorance that people are getting canceled and basically blocked off of their social media page because of an opinion they shared with the following individuals on social media it's ridiculous and finally elon musk has brought out twitter and he obviously is on the road to fix the fiasco that has taken place on that platform i don't know how you feel uh, how you guys feel about it i don't even know if you guys care what <laughs> i mean let me know what you guys think i'm, I'm sorry Drano, i'm just uh could you elaborate on on the fiasco that twitter is well i'm, I'm not so what, what, what are we talking about is there a problem with Twitter? Twitter. Twitter. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you already started. The time. You know, Twitter basically, um, just like Facebook, has been, um, also Facebook. I don't know, but obviously, you don't comment on a lot of the political situations that's been going on in the country, particle son. So, um, that's why you haven't been blocked or anything like that. But there's been times that I've been silenced on Facebook and on instagram and been sent warnings for some of the things that i've been posting on instagram so on twitter they've been doing the same thing if you um say anything concerning political situations and political stands that that they don't agree with they will silence you they will send you a warning and if you continue they will terminate your page so that's what's been going on on twitter 
you know what I mean? It's stronger on Twitter than any other platform, honestly. And oh yeah, Elon Musk has been complaining about that situation throughout the whole course of the um political runs and 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 all the fiascos going on with um people standing against certain um LGBTQ um you know um LGBTQ communities um guidelines or whatever. So now he's um he brought out he brought out Twitter and supposedly he's gonna change some of the rules. And um it, 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 if you stand by some of the standards of what people believe is the right way, then that's okay. But who, when someone who doesn't agree with it, it's not okay to silence his opinions. That's what um that's what I don't get. You know what I mean? So that's what's been going on with the social media concerning Twitter. You know what I mean? Just to keep it short, you know what I mean? I don't want to give you the whole story detail because that's going to take way too long. <laughs> I just wanted to get the, a synopsis of what, what you feel is is is, is going on because uh, I, I think I got something I want to say about that, but I, I'll let somebody speak first. Who's, who's going first? Uh, I went first last time. You can speak on this. Oh, okay. So, so it, uh, I, I think for real, for real, it's a really slippery slope, my dudes. When you start talking about who's going to be controlling what we what we're talking about, and and who's going to be the 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 the, uh, the controller of that gate, who's going to be the the head man of that gate, who's going to say what's what's okay to say and what's okay not to say. Now, do we trust Elon Musk enough to with his views? Because at some point, somebody's going to say something he don't like. And it's hard to talk about, truthfully speaking. It's hard to talk about this subject. And I, Shy Guys, your show, I don't know if you want to go that deep. Hard to talk about this subject without talking about Kanye and what's happening with him right now. It really is. Because we, we're talking mm, uh, very similarly about what's going on and about being, about the potential for being shut down out there because of what you say. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you, you, well uh, go on, Drano. You have a good point on what you're saying about who, basically the gatekeeper. Who, 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 who's the gatekeeper now? So mm-hmm. all I'm going to say that is, due to us never knowing the future and whatever, we already had a group, we already had a bunch of people already in control of that. I, I, guess, I guess it's only fair to allow this man his turn. So it's like, will he do better? We don't know. But the man actually has the means in order to try. I can't knock nobody for that because I ain't got that. You know, what I'm <laughs> so I, I could I could only do I could only be a logical person. And go, yo, we gave these other buffoons a try. Let him have his try. And maybe and the thing is, when it comes to as and I do agree with with uh, um, <clears throat> guy saying the freedom of speech thing. I do believe there's a there should be a of course there should be a line drawn. But then y'all might say, where's the line? Exactly. Honestly, honestly, if we're talking about freedom of speech, it's like to talk about certain uh, uh, um, oppressions and stuff like that, and who owns what and who does what. If that's the truth, why should why, why should why should someone be canceled because they're actually saying the truth? If that's not slander or anything like that. I, I agree one hundred percent, sir. Yeah, exactly. I the truth hurts, but the truth hurts. 
The truth only hurts for the truth only hurts. Well, I, I hope I, I don't want to speak ignorantly, so I'm gonna try to say it as best I can. The truth only hurts the, the uh, a situation like this is when people don't want you to know the truth, so they'll cancel it real quick. It's the only time to me the truth will hurt as far as me as far as media goes and what they want to indoctrinate you with. That's the only time the truth can hurt because if if it was true and it don't hurt you. Um, then what's the issue? But if it affects your control over things and what people and make, make it be, and allowing people to not be a, uh, uh, aware, then um, you're only showing that okay, this this is something I should be paying attention to because you, you, you're you're real sensitive about it. That's just my take. Mm-hmm. Indeed, and, and and truthfully speaking, the the things, some of the things anyway that that's affecting that situation are things that we've known about for a long time it's just that you know what I mean a lot of people just turn a closed eye to it and, and they really don't yeah. they really don't you know they really don't gravitate to it and like oh, that's sort of like that's somebody else's problem until it comes and actually bites the masses so I mean something that's happening to a, just a, a small segment of society might not you know what I mean get that that media attention or, or that that mass attention that it needs for something to happen. But now that when it gets down to the ground level, like, wait a minute, somebody on the ground, suspecting somebody on the ground level, then you you might get, you might get some traction or you, at the very least, you'll get more eyes on it. Hmm. True. I mean, I think that, um, Elon Musk, like Drano said, and what you said, um, I, um, Parukusan makes total sense. I think what um, Drano said when it comes to Elon Musk having his chance and opportunity to show that he can run the company better is a great idea, because uh, um, as long as Elon uh, Elon Musk doesn't silence the opposition of his opinion, then we know Twitter has reached a good place because you gotta accept people who don't agree with you. You got to accept people's um, speech who don't agree with you because then all you're doing is being the um, the, uh, the the same polar opposite of who you try to cancel. You know what right. I mean? You're, you're, you're the, you'll, you'll be the uh, opposite side of the same coin. So it's like you got to uh, gotta allow people who you don't agree with to post their opinions as well. If you do that, then you will show to that. You see, I allowed both opinions to reign supreme on my platform because everybody's entitled to their opinion. And if that is allowed, then Twitter has reached a good place. You know what I mean? So let's see what Elon Musk does. Let's see what he can do. And hopefully Twitter reaches a a good place because it's been in a terrible place the last two to three years. It's been terrible. So I dig it. When when you open that door, though, be careful of what actually comes in. That's a oh. that's a that's a very broad brush that you you swipe with. When you sure. say, "Oh, just let everybody say what they want to say and let every opinion in, and every opinion is valid and it should be heard," that's a very broad brush. True, you're but gonna get, it, you're going to get a lot. Yeah, but there's going to be obviously there's going to be a line to be drawn because when it reaches the level of disrespect, of course, that's the people you have to silence. Because that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. You know what I mean? 
everybody's entitled to have a conversation if you see the conversation going left because someone downright disrespected the other individual then that's when you got to silence that person mm-hmm. yep D- remember opinion and disrespect are honestly two different things exactly opinion and disrespect disrespect is blatant opinion is saying something based on the hypothesis that you have based on maybe a nugget of a fact that you per- that you perceive and stuff like mm-hmm. that Oh, if I, I there's no way that opinion is me blatantly talking about your skin color, your race, or whatever, whatever, whatever. That's not an opinion, especially if I'm downgrading it derogatory in a derogatory or racist way. That's disrespect. That's blatant. You could tell out a mile away, like yo, you being racist, yo. Oh, but in your opinion, and someone gets butt hurt, then that's there's nothing. That's different when you basically a blatant opinion and someone getting hurt because this word is in their feelings. They allow people to be in their feelings where someone disagrees with you. Like, yo, just, mm. huh, man, I mean. Mm. I'm telling you, it's a very slippery slope, y'all. And I no, mean, it, when you it, get it, people's it, feelings involved and all that. And, uh, yeah, but know, living it, itself is a slippery slope. That line between, that, that, it's, that, it's a thin line between being disrespectful and being opinionated. It's, okay. That line is so thin. You know what I mean? Where you could dip below it or above it just by just by saying a couple of words or, or just in the, not what you say, but the way you say it. You know what I mean? It could be the cadence in your voice. You know what I mean? That puts you above or below that line. And and not to mention the fact that everybody's line is different. Your level of disrespect and what's, what's disrespectful to you is different of my what I feel is disrespectful to me. You know yeah, but blatant disrespect ooh. is easily recognized. No that's question. We're talking about blatant disrespect. I mean, there's no algorithm that's been made yet that somebody that somebody can catch sneak dissing. Yeah, exactly. Dude. You Indeed. can't. You so, can't. So, Indeed. 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 But, but see, but see, some like you said, somebody's level of sneak dissing, not me, or be somebody else's opinion. But to you. That nigga, that's a sneak diss, nigga. I hear what you said. I heard what you said. But to that nigga, nigga, that's that's just my opinion, sir. Okay, okay, okay. I got something for that. I got something for that. Once again, yeah, let, let's say that rocks. Like you said, somebody's level is is, is is disrespect or something like that. Y'all can still keep going back and forth. Y'all can still keep going back and forth and stuff like that. But but let's be honest. Like I said, there's no algorithm to catch sneaking. We're, we're kind of going to go right back to what I'm saying. There, mm-hmm. There's no algorithm to catch it. No so, doubt. As, as you said, it is a slippery slope and stuff like that, and so forth and so on. But like, but like, like I said in the beginning, this Elon Musk turn to see what where he goes. No, but it, it, now he's in his. Let's call it his first term. Let's call it his first term. <laughs> as, as it goes on, he may start to see like, okay, that you you think you're funny with that, and then then after a certain amount of time, that may be shut down. So initially, it may get by, but who knows? Later on, it's like nah. That, that term or, or that comment was deemed un, you know, it might happen. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but right now, for right now, we can only see where he will take it. Whether, as you said, the uh, 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 the cadence and stuff like that of words being used, uh, Elon Musk seems to be a smart guy, so we'll see how he jumps about it. It's over so on. But we'll see. That's the only thing I can say is we'll see. Let the man get his turn. I mean, I, 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 I think in this world, what we need to start doing is whatever we may think of the person let's 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 not judge them let's let's uh um um let's go by what they do when they have the when they have the baton in their hand 
let's see what they do rather than what we think they're gonna do and whatever, whatever, whatever. Just, just let, let them try. I dig it. I guess it'll be interesting to see what happens. Tell you the truth, it'll be interesting. Yep. But let's move on. I mean, it, 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 we're just gonna wait and see. But in other breaking news, we all know that. <laughs> Resident Evil trailer has been running wild. It has been running wild, and the game does look interesting. The remake of Resident Evil starring Leon as the main protagonist has been causing a lot of stir, and we all can't wait for it. But I am gonna announce. I'm really gonna announce, and I'm gonna now. I'm gonna announce it in a really, really pissed off fashion, because I am done with these remakes. I'm done with them. I'm officially done with them. Developers and creators are getting so lazy that it's becoming laughable. The fact that The Witcher itself was announced to be remade, it is getting to the point of nausea. I mean, enough with these remakes. Enough with showing everyone that you lack creativity to make a brand new story and character. It's becoming nausea nauseating it's, it is like i'm just done with it i mean resident evil will be my last remake that i will support last and i'm everybody almost to the point i'm not buying calendar, that everybody you heard what he said market calendar <laughs> market 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 because no mark the date that the resident evil be purchased by me because that is utterly the last remake that i'll be supporting i'm, I'm just done with these remakes I mean, uh, are the creators being lazy? Because they are. Because, all right, so you guys can't make no more no more new protagonists, new heroes, new stories. That's it. You guys are done. You guys are just going back to the, the library and go, what's the next game we can remake, guys? Because I really don't want to dip into my brain to create a brand new story. I really like this laziness that I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going through. So let's um, Tony, Tony, what do you think? Well, you know, um, is it possible? I know we're Sony, but is it possible we can just grab Mario and remake it? You know, like I mean, pretty much. It's it's getting it's getting it's gaming is getting boring. It's almost like the only ones creating new um um heroes and stuff are multiplayer um um battle royale games and arena games because campaign games are getting to the point of remakes after remakes after remakes after remakes. Are you guys not sick of it? Are you guys not sick of it? Off. Oh, wow! This is this is a this is a bit of big to chew because I I I fall in on both sides. Tell you the truth, truthfully speaking, I, I, I've had a, a Series X now uh, over a year now. I've still yet to really. I wrote, there is no exclusive Series X game. There is no exclusive, and for all intents and purposes. Uh, all the talk about per se um it doesn't really matter if there's a last gen game because the, the, the next gen game is on the next gen system i still think there is a factor there when you have to make a game for both systems last gen and this gen and i think that's part of it 
that's part of the reason we get in all these remakes is that we're we're stuck like like uh like like um like Saga said there is a lack of creativity in the industry right now and by default we're supporting it now to a to a degree some of these games might have fallen to the wayside for some other community and some of the community that hasn't played these games i'm, I'm gonna assume that that's a small segment of the community that hasn't played some of these games when they were on the 360 or on playstation per se because that's what it seems like it seems like that 360 ps3 era was the golden era and they keep reaching back to that golden era it's like it's like 90s rap music it's like that was the golden era and we, you know what i mean people keep reaching back every every so often and say you know what that that sounds like that 90s golden era hip-hop per se and and they're doing the same thing with video games they reaching back to what they did best and when they felt they were at their best and then reaching back to 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 crystallize those efforts because they weren't able to crystallize those efforts on those machines because the machines weren't powerful enough. So now they got the, the ability to crystallize those efforts on these machines and they're taking advantage of it. And I applaud that to a degree, but only to the degree that it's at the expense of new games. Um, it, it would be good, it would be cool if I was getting these remakes on these, uh, don't get me wrong, RE2, RE3, love them, shit's beautiful great fucking remakes i love it and i, I played it they, they were great it was great to reach back and and, and feel that feeling again re2 and re3 but like i said it's at the expense of new games i haven't played anything new refreshing i haven't played anything that doesn't feel like you know what i mean anything at all that i've always played from the last two eras from the xbox one and 360 era that the newness is not there i'm sorry I'm, I'm going on a little long but it's got me a little bit you know upset that i, I spent my money on this new machine and i really haven't seen the wares of it yet and i want to get me a ps5 and i'm struggling to get that but even in that where are the, the exclusive ps5 games a uh, god of war 4 is coming out in a couple of days unfortunately i'm gonna have to play that on the ps4 it is what it is but when I get my PS5, what new games am I going to play? Am I going to be playing more remakes? Am I going to be playing remakes throughout? I mean, it seems like, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. We, we maybe we, we halfway or maybe a, a third or a quarter way through this console, this console cycle. I mean, we two, we two three years in, that's, that's what, that's what it, we call a spade a spade. That's a third of a way through a console cycle. So we haven't had a lot of a lot of traction. It's, it's disappointing, to say the least, that we being bogged down by these remakes, like I said, at the expense of uh, of new games. I'll let somebody else go. Go. Alright, um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm with you, Prodigal Son. I'm, I'm on both sides, because I don't want to contradict myself, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna explain why. Um, I, I agree with Black Shy Guy saying that it's at the expense of no creativity. And also, as you said, uh, Prodigal Son, where it's like, they're also at the expense of new games and new IPs that can try to break the mold 
and stuff like that. And because and because developers are seeing another person's success, and you know what they do? Forget the new IP right now. Let's do a remake because we guarantee to make money because people go on nostalgia. Human beings love nostalgia. We love it. Mm-hmm. We love it. That's something we'll never escape. And more people like it than more people don't. So that's where they know they'll make the money. So that's where I'm with the, I'm with uh, Black Shotgun on like yo come on man like creativity like let's 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 break something new remakes are supposed to be like a treat like oh you know what we doing this new IP but here's something here's something light for y'all that we gonna do you know you know just for y'all to play with and also I have to say this and I do Black Shotgun said this off off uh, off the podcast but the seventy dollar price tag that these people are giving us. That is another deterrent that's like, okay, hold on. Y'all, y'all giving us a whole bunch of remakes, but now y'all charging it as if it's something brand new like we don't know the damn ending. Like, come on. Like, that's yeah. the that I do, that I'm like, that can make anybody mad. And like, that's the part where, like as I said, I'm on one side of the fence where it's like, where I'm like, yo, come on, man. I already know the damn ending. It's just how I get there may be a little different. That's not new. That's not $70 new. Honestly, that's forty nine ninety nine, maybe <laughs> twice or something like that. If you want to do a remake like that to me, which which it doesn't make it okay to bombard us, but if if a remake was to come out while you're making new IPs, I accept it. But if you're like forget the three, four, five new IPs you got, let's just keep doing one remake to try to get millions and millions and millions of dollars, and to not. And I don't want to hear that someone say, oh, this is hard work. It's like, how, it's, how's it hard work when you got the script right there? You got the script right there. You ain't, you're, not, you're not writing and sweating and trying to make a new story. You're just putting the words on a new fresh coat of paint. Like, come on. Now, like, like, come on. So that part, I do want like, I can see anyone's frustrated and I can agree with them and I can sympathize and even empathize with them on the part where it's like the remakes are killing and not in the correct way and stuff like that. Now I'm on the other side because let's be honest, there are some, there are a few games, not a bunch. I only have a few games that I'll be like, yo, if that was, if that was to be remade, I would love it. Just me personally, and stuff like that. You know, certain games where I was like, damn, that's kind of clunky and stuff like that. But that would, that would do nice in the, in the in for a remake. Only a few games, not, not, not like a whole PlayStation One catalog. I don't need all that. <laughs> that's ridiculous. There's some games where it do not need to be remade. The story was told well. It was good right there. And it, it do not need to be told again. But mind you, that's my opinion. There's another person that may say that for their opinion. But that's just what I think of. That's where I am. I'm on both sides of the fence. Because, like, like I'll, I'll say the games. If a Legend of Dragoon <laughs> or a Zeno Kid remake comes out, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. That's what I want to contradict myself. And say, like, oh, I'm on one side. But if something comes out... So that's that's where I am. That's what that's my that's my point. I'm on both sides. I'm, I'm, I don't want the I don't want the seventy dollar price tag. I, I I'm just I'm I'm just done with the entire um remake bullshit because it's, it's bullshit because um and I'm I'm really um disappointed in a lot of gamers supporting the remakes because and yes I know people are gonna say well you bought some remakes yes. Because it was fresh and brand new when you got a remake. It was fresh and brand new when they started the whole fiasco of remakes. But now it's getting redundant because now they're just grabbing every single title to remake it. It is it, it's, it's getting really repetitive and it's getting really annoying because the fact that we know the stories, like Drano said, the fact that we know the stories already, we know the conclusion of all of these games. We know it. 
it's not like you guys changed the ending. All you guys did was change the look of how the ending comes into play. That's that. It, it doesn't change the fact that I know that don't that I know the ending already. So it, 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 it nothing comes of surprise. And to top it off, to put that price tag on it, on on a story that we know the conclusion of, it's ridiculous. And for anybody to tell me, well, look how different it looks. Look how pretty it looks. That warranties a seventy dollar price tag. I'm, I'm sorry, it, it doesn't. I, I really. I really believe these gamers have to stop supporting these remakes. Let these creators get back on the grind and creating brand new games and brand new titles. Because I remember back then, when a brand new game came out, it never had remake on the title. It was always a brand new game. Now, and I hate seeing all these people give the thumbs up on a social media page when they say, hey guys, we're coming with a remake of this game. Everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, you damn idiots. This is what they want. They're making money off of brain dead games that they've already made. Mm-hmm. They've already made this game and you guys are going Google Gaga over the same damn game. And I'm glad the brand new Last of Us remake on PS5 didn't sell as well as they thought it would sell. I'm glad. Because it's showing that people are not buying these games, especially when you hit them with a price tag like that. But, hey, it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. We're going to move on to the next news. Yes. It has been quite a journey. As we mentioned in the last story itself, God of War is less than two weeks away. Basically two weeks away. And we are finally gonna have our hands on possibly the runner up to give Elder Ring a run for its money for game of the year. And I say this, I'm gonna say this. God of War has a chance to dethrone the possible king of game of the year this year if the story is a knockout. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna throw the dice on this. And what possible way, fellas, that God of War can bring it home with a great story and a conclusion and what way would you guys want to see God of War conclude itself let let, let me do this first because I know Drano is going to kill this (laughs) 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 but but, I'm just watching like the, the, the trailers leading up to the game the trailers are fantastic dude they they what, what they show them with gameplay and uh, uh, adolescent Atreus is beautiful, it's, it's, it's polished, it's crispy. I can't wait to fucking play this game. The anticipation is fantastic on this game. I can't imagine they could drop the ball on this after what they did with the, the first, with, with God of War there, with the last edition. How could they possibly drop the ball on us after they did so well? It it, 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 it would boggle my mind. Now, the only way to, I, I, there has to be 
I, I don't want to see Kratos die. I really don't. But I, I'm not sure if I, I see any other path for him. Mm. I'm not sure if I see any other path for Kratos other than for him to die, which is why Atreus is even in the picture. This has to be, that has to be the, the passing of the torch and the setup mm. to the story. If, if, you, if you're looking at it creatively. So there's no way that, in my estimation, Kratos dies here. But it had to, it has to be epic. And um, I don't know, I don't know how you do it. To, to, you know what I mean? I've said many episodes ago on this show that um, one of the, one of the developers main goals in, in making a game is to bring a tear to the gamer's eye. Mm. This is what they need to do here. Okay. This is what they need to do. This is what they need to aim for in terms of if they want, want Kratos to leave this game and leave it to his son, a tear needs to come to my eye when, I, when it happens. Seriously. And, and that, that's the only way that the passing of the torch goes correctly for me for this game and, and, and I'm satisfied and I'm ready for the, for the whatever comes next for God of War. All right, Jenna, go ahead. All right, okay. Oh. Now, with, uh, to answer your two questions that you uh, asked, um, I think don't one way it could topple um, Elden Ring as being game of the year is I gotta piggyback a little bit on what uh, Prodigal Son said. I'm talking about the story gotta tug at your heart in some way. It gotta tug at you to the point where you're 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 really you feel like you're gonna feel like your Kratos and, and Trace is your son. If you feel like that throughout this game and this journey, that's game of the year. Because honestly, yeah. that's, what, that's what God, that's what the other prior God of War made you feel like that. Like you felt like, yo, a trick. Like you, you, you looked at Kratos differently. Now, if you look at him differently again, that's game of the year. If you can look at him another shade, that's game of the year. And not only him, the villain, if you look at, remember, we know Odin and we know Thor. We know them. We see them all in different kind of uh, uh, Greek, uh, not Greek, Norse mythology. If we see them a different way and they become a for you to Kratos again, that that game of the year because now you're looking at the villains like, oh, are y'all villains? Ooh, I can kind of see why you did that. Ooh, maybe you want to change. Maybe you want to be different. Maybe you're just preserving your side of the world because Kratos kind of caused Ragnarok. We don't know. Remember, we're just on one side. Um, and uh, something else. The dynamic between Kratos and Atreus is still going on. And the only reason I say that is because, yes, we had a little bit of them two going, uh, 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 you know, at odds with each other. But that don't mean Atreus learned his lesson. He's still a growing boy. And a growing boy still, remember, a boy still wants to challenge his father in some ways because they think they know everything. They think they know what's best when they have not learned that yet. And then also, uh, from looking at the trailers... I wonder if uh, trust is going to be uh, uh, a thing, a theme of the game. Trust. Trust in each other. Tr uh, 
Kratos trusting Atreus, but Atreus trusting Kratos with maybe some information or whatever. You know, growing and stuff like that. You know, being your own person um, and so on and so on. Uh, to Prodigal Son, uh, something you said about uh, um, Kratos dying, I don't know about that one. My opinion is I think he's going to suffer a mortal wound trying to protect Atreus and stuff like that and then I think we're gonna get something of the of the nature of what if Kratos may not make it and stuff like that um that's just my opinion on that one that's just what I think uh, of how this may all go because there's something of Kratos saying to Atreus uh you know you know uh Atreus asking Kratos would you would you die would you die and stuff like that uh, uh you know protecting and Kratos said if it meant protecting you yeah I I I I I'd gladly die you know what I'm saying? So I think something like that may happen. But I don't think he's going to die. I think he's going to get to the point near death and come out. But that's just me. And if something like that happens, game of the year. Game of the year. <laughs> of the <spring> just <coughs> no, thank you for coming. Thank you for trying. But if God of War can do that and tug at you with more than one character of character growth, character uh, journey, self-reflection, and, 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 and also... You looking at the other perspective of the bad guy, I'm sorry, you can't get no better than that. That's another reason why I felt uh, Last of Us was game of the year, because, yeah, you knew Ellie, but if you could really look at Abby's side, and you really be like, damn, I understand, that's two situations, that's two different stories, that's two perspectives where you have to divide yourself. That's a story right there. That's what you do. So, that's the one way to answer uh, Black Star Guy's question on how it could be game of the year. Um, I, I really think that, um, you guys make fair points, you know what I mean? I really do think that you guys make fair points, but, um, to be honest, all right, should Kratos die? I think it, um, I think God of War should end at some point, you know what I mean? I think it, if they do end, they should end in the game after this game and that's why i believe kratos has to die and the next game be atreus's revenge for his father dying something like that um that's what i think you know what i mean but as it uh, but as of god of war um beating elder ring for game of the year um i i really think that's highly that's highly unlikely it's highly likely that it's not gonna happen because um, Elder Ring's battle system is just way too good. And um, God of War battle system could be good. I mean, God of War battle system has always been great. You know what I mean? But then you got Elder Ring's story. And, you know? And then you got God of War's story that can be um, um, epic also. But then you got Elder Ring's multiplayer. Uh, and God of War doesn't have multiplayer. So it, it, Elder Ring just has too many different dimensions that God of War has to climb over to be game of the year would that make god of war any less epic no absolutely not god of war seems to be making a mark on its own and it's not even out yet and that alone can tell you why it's going to give Elden ring a run for its money who knows Up- can an upset happen absolutely an upset can happen god of war can reign game of the year for the simple fact that like prodigal son said the loss of kratos is gonna make everything even more epic because how many of us grew up with Kratos? And if Kratos goes in such an epic fashion, even myself can be changed and say, you know what, this is game of the year. You know what I mean? 
because mm-hmm. if Grado suffers a mortal wound just long enough to actually cause a death blow to the gods once again and then he dies that would be so epic you know what I mean Now he has a son that he that um he has to raise on his own and he's doing a great good job being a single father. And now that Atreus has grown in this one and then you can see that he's learning whatever, and if Atreus grows up to be a good man, what's left for Kratos? Nothing. And I think this is this is this is a time for him to go. I think there's nothing left for him in the world. And okay. what right. better way than to give his life for his son? I think you can't. You can't say no. I can't say no. I can't. I can't. That is a. That's a great point. Um, Kratos is an iconic character, and we'll we'll all miss him terribly. But it'll it'll be tough for a trace to fill those shoes. Truthfully speaking, that's how it really has to be. Uh, Inclusion. It really has to be comprehensive as to how they how they pass this torch. But I, I, I still think that in terms of game of the year, that God of War could beat out Elden Ring, even without the, with the lack of multiplayer and, and the such, if the, if the story is strong enough to grab people's minds and hearts past what Elden Ring did, it'll beat it out for, for game of the year. Oh. Even if the gameplay, per se, on Elden Ring is better and it has multi, it, if the storyline is strong enough on God of War, it's gonna beat it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Due to God of War already having that fan base and people already having that love for him. Yeah, that is. I mean, that is true. Yeah, it could be, but um, Elden Ring. You gotta remember, Elden Ring is uh. It is a what you may call a type of game, um, the well, Souls MMS. type game, yeah, and that cool. fan base is huge. It is, you're mm-hmm. and and there's already people online stating that this should be game of the year. It's like Elder Ring has already got the crown. They're just waiting to be played. They're just waiting for it to be placed on the head of Elder Ring. It's already mm-hmm. been crowned. They're just waiting for the physical crown to come. You know, I mean, but like I, I dig what you guys are saying about God of War. God of War can can be, can upset Elden Ring. It can upset Elden Ring, but it's not gonna be easy. It's no. gonna be really difficult. Um, and I think that um, it's gonna have one hell of a hill to climb. You know what I mean? But hopefully, everybody who's agrees. Um, if you're in the Discord, you can put down your comments about um God of War and what you think. Um, of the possibilities of it winning you know what I mean and what are you guys getting your God of War on PlayStation 4 have you been unfortunate enough to not get a PS5 and you have to settle for the PlayStation 4 or do you have your PlayStation 5 and you're going to enjoy the full potential of God of War for those who do have the PlayStation 5 
damn you all because I don't have mine. <laughs> 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 Listen, all right. Yes, I feel, I feel seen. Hey. It's hey. It, listen. Uh, the holidays uh, are coming up. Forget about it. Forget about it. Sir. Exactly. We're really gonna come out the pockets. Forget about it. The holidays are coming up. This is why I say it's over. The holidays are coming up. So the only thing that's gonna happen is prices are gonna be raised because now yeah. everybody's gonna go out of their mind to grab one. And yeah. I'm 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 not with it. I'm not gonna go against the mob to try to grab a system. I, I'm I'm done. I, I'm just gonna wait for next year. I'm gonna continue on with my PC, my Xbox, my my PS4, and and and, and I'm gonna live with that. And you know, it's not like I'm gonna die because I don't have a PS5. Uh, but I am um kind of um salty about it. I am. I'm not gonna lie. I am salty about it. But what what is a man gonna do? You know what I mean? It, I just know if I go to New York City or whatever and I visit Drano, PS5 will be in my book bag when he's not looking. That's all. I'll be like, Prodigal Son, start the car. Start the car. <laughs> Don't get me involved in this, man. Don't get me involved. <laughs> it is crazy. It, it is crazy. I mean, but um, yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, it's a, it's very unfortunate though that Paruku Sun was not with us last week when we were discussing about the gamer girl situation. But just to throw that in before we end the show, Paruku Sun, are gamer girls approachable, and should they be approached just because a guy finds the woman interesting in a gaming environment? The girl is there to participate in a tournament. And a guy approaches her not knowing whether she's a participant or just a fan. And he approaches her and asks for her number. Is that wrong or right? Let me know what you think, Prodigal Son. Jesus Christ, dude. This is such a non-factor. Is I don't even know how God made this a subject because this, this is two seconds. Dude, You, it, everybody's a man and a woman. Everybody. Before you a gamer, before you a teacher, a doctor, whatever you doing in life, before you any of that, oh, what a great you a point. man and you a woman. And you know what men and women do? Okay, because I do. So okay. if you know what men and women do, you know what I mean? That's what men and women are gonna do when they're around each other. It's, it's simple, it's nature, my dude. And if you can't handle what nature brings you need not to be in public because I, I swear to you wherever you go you attractive people are gonna try I don't care what you doing you at work you at school you at play you at church you at the library you are you getting your lunch you visiting your grandmother you attractive somebody gonna get at you don't matter where you at. So in terms of being professional, I can understand being professional. But there's a line, just like we were talking about in our last conversation. There's a line. Now, when you get to the point where you're being disrespectful, just like we're talking about the Elon Musk situation, when you get to a point where you're being disrespectful, once somebody has made their point and said, okay, look, I'm, I, 
thank you, but no thank you, and then keep going. Now you you crossing the line over to disrespect. That I could I could say ah uh, you could have a situation with that. You can't have a, a a situation with initialization. People not gonna be like they afraid of you. They look at you up oh, there's a woman here. Don't say nothing to her, yo. You talk that's crazy talk. Yeah. That's crazy talk. And, and who lives in an who wants to live in an environment like that? Nobody. Where you can't nobody talk to anybody. To. I I, don't, you know I certainly don't. You can't talk to anybody. You you are you so fragile that you can't say no to someone. You know what I mean? And then and then there's levels there's levels even in that. It depends on who's who's saying hello to you. I'm sure mm-hmm. if it's Aston Kutcher, I'm sure if it's Aston Kutcher coming up to you and saying hello, it's a different story. Did we not say that? Did I not say yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Did I not say that? Yep. I mean, everybody deserves the the not not I will never say they deserve. Nobody deserves. That's the wrong word to use. But if somebody get um tries shoot their shot because they find you attractive, whether you're a man or a woman, whether a woman goes up to an attractive guy to shoot their shot, or whether a guy goes up to an attractive woman to shoot their shot. Nothing wrong with that as long as they remain respectful. Nothing wrong with that. So, I mean, like me and Drano said in, in, uh, in the last live that um, Paruko-san wasn't in attendance to, this is why we wanted his opinion. And that would that is a great point that you brought up, that everybody's a man or woman before they're a gamer, before they're a firefighter, before they're a cop, before they're an electrician. They're a man and a woman first, which is obvious. So if someone finds you attractive and approaches you, you shouldn't be so surprised that they approached you. But in the manner they approach you, if it's disrespectful, then you should be surprised and you should be disgusted and they should be getting a boot to their face. <laughs> Period. No question. If you make it known where you stand and then somebody crosses that line, then that's something you, you, you need to correct. But other than that, calm your, calm your ass down. <laughs> exactly. But, um... Yeah, let us know what you guys think on all these subjects that we touched on. This is, like I said, the season finale. Season three will be starting up in a week. Yup, in a week. Because like I said, there's things going on at the job. So I will start the new season in a week. And remember, in a week when I do come back, God of War will be less than a week away in release. So that will be really yes, exciting. Sir. Yes, sir. So we will be back. And absolutely, we will be discussing the course of our adventure playing that game. So hopefully everybody here in this podcast will be on the grind and God of War. Because when I talk about it, I want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to hear, oh, I know I had the game for five months and I only played 20 minutes of it. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear none of that. Yes, I want to talk about the damn game on the podcast. You hear me, gentlemen? Let's get hot. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, thank you for joining us. This is Prodigal Son. This is Drano the Great. And this is Black Shy Guy. We absolutely thank you for sitting on our table for two complete seasons. We will be returning for season three in a week. Thank you. This is Black Shy Guy. Thank you for sitting at our table. We out of here. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean